The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. We across the Cork now. We uh, talked on the show yesterday about uh, the floods in Middleton, Glanmire, and elsewhere as they were happening. The cleanup operation well underway and will be underway for some time, um, if uh, reports are to be believed. Uh, Paddy O'Sullivan is a Fianna Fáil TD for Cork North Central. Uh, Paddy, can you give us a sense of of what that devastation is like? Yeah, well, look, it's Kieran. The, the word you've used is devastation. People just genuinely, you know, if there's an element of shock there, um, frustration, I suppose, in the case of Glenmire in particular, um, and I can explain that in a minute if you like. But just genuinely, people are just drained from, you know, cleaning, sweeping, breaking up floors, um, piling stuff into skips, seeing. I suppose they're hard work. Many have just actually, I've just met two residents today that have just literally bought their houses here in the last six months. Um, many here without insurance and just through devastation is probably the best way to provide it. And the reason I said frustration is because we actually have a flood relief scheme here commenced in Glenmire just a few months ago. Now it's not due to conclude for another two and a half years or so, but um, it's just frustrating that we finally got that flood scheme over the line and here we are our third flood event in the last 12 years so frustration yeah frustration um, I, I guess there will be relief down the line but it's some way down the line and it, it, it doesn't provide much um, succour for people today who are kind of clearing out their houses or their businesses um, or community centres whatever it else it happens to be Michal Martin was talking about the fact that sometimes these flood relief schemes are objected to um, is that something you've seen Paddy obviously not in Glanmire yeah, well, it's happening there Knowing Glenmire, we had our own difficulties with having to go through the tender process a number of times and with environmental reports to be done again, But which added to today's. But we do have, you know, a flood relief scheme, shovel-ready, budgeted for in Blackpool, for example, and that's been held up um, because of a judicial review. And we've had one in Morrison's Island in the city centre that's actually just gone to the Supreme Court recently, but that will go ahead. But that's the links, I suppose, that we had to go to for that scheme and... All that means time and delays, and as I said, people talk about one in a hundred year events, but you know, particularly here for this part of Glenmire, for example, you know, that's three major flood events now in twelve years. Um, in the city centre, it's actually worse than that. It's practically every year. So, I'm not saying that there's not legitimate concerns mm. in those projects. There, there is, and undoubtedly there is. But you know, it's very hard when you're facing residents and business owners and. You know, you're back every couple of years. Um, you know, sympathy is only so much. You know, people actually want action on the ground. They want, they want insurance in many cases. Like as I said, nobody here, bar one couple that I came across in the twenty odd houses here flooded, um, have insurance. Yeah. Because a lot of them, a lot of them claimed in the last event in 2017. So you know, very frustrated. Um, uh, Joe Cavan is with us as well, a Cork City Councillor. Joe, how much frustration is there? in terms of the warnings provided to people? Um, well, the warnings, uh, first of all, hi, Kieran, and hi, uh, Deputy, how you doing? Um, I suppose the warnings, I was listening to a guy from Met Aaron on, on the radio earlier today, and he was asked exactly the same question. And the warning was that was given was an orange um, weather alert. And uh, effectively, that was reflective of the weather that we got, but what the warning didn't reflect was the impact of the sheer volume of rain that fell on the actual ground that it fell on. So he said there are, they are two totally different things. I know there has been commentary out there that it should have been a red warning, it should have been this type of a warning, and people would have been more alerted to 
um, you know, and more prepared. Mm. But by the same token, um, when they do give an orange weather alert, um, that is quite uh, clear and concise. And that was an orange weather alert, according to this official from yeah. Met Aaron. But he said, like, the, the actual ground itself uh, couldn't sustain the sheer volume of rain that fell in short, such a short space of time. And, and that was the reason for it. And uh, I just want to take this quick opportunity to con- to thank the emergency services for the magnificent work they have done throughout this event and also they do- continue to do today and will be doing in the coming weeks. I, I, I guess... The the argument against the red warning as well is that if it had been issued, you know as well as I do, there'd be people looking out their windows at rainfall, uh, kind of giving out about Met Aaron for issuing a warning that comes with the advisory, don't travel unless yeah. it's absolutely necessary. Well, that warning was out there yesterday. Um, the people were being advised not to travel unless it's absolutely necessary. So that came in cahoots with the orange level mm. warning because, you know, there were concerns about road safety in terms of high levels of uh, water on the roads and um, the, the potential impact that they may that may have in terms of safety and so on. But, um, you know, when you hear the very term red alert or red, red warning, etc., that does uh, register totally different in people's minds, you know. Cahal Nolan, yeah, Nolan is with us, the qualified climate scientist. Cahal, uh, I mean, is the warning system we have, does it suit the type of event that we had yesterday? Is it fit for purpose? Do we need something new or just an an, an amendment to what's already there? What's your view? If you look at the current weather warning systems that we have in place, in my perspective, in my opinion, there's two particular flaws I think we have with the current system. And they certainly apply particularly to the weather event that we would have experienced in Cork over the course of the past 36 to 48 hours. The first being is that at the moment, the way in which the weather warning system is designed is that we're given a general weather warning for each county. So if you take, in, for example, a county the same size as Cork, yesterday, during the particular events that we're talking about, we would have experienced the three different category levels if you chose three different points within County Cork. For yeah. example, in North Cork, you might have experienced conditions which may have only warranted a status yellow warning. If you were in maybe parts of West Cork, for example, for example, in around Bantry, you would have experienced status orange, whereas certainly in Middleton and even the meteorological stations at Roaches, Rochestown and Cork Airport, they both touched into the category red status warning yesterday. So the first problem we have with the system is that essentially when you issue a blanket warning for a county as big as Cork, you are going to get that disagreement between oh, it's not warranted, it is warranted, dependent on the location. So breaking it down on a more local basis, I think, is one of the first points that needs to change yeah. with the current warning system. Uh, so, so kind of acknowledging that the weather in Castletown Bay is not always the same weather uh, that they are experiencing in in Yall, and uh, adjusting the warning system accordingly. So that that's one of the shortcomings. What's the other? I think in terms of so looking at the secondary issue is that I think in if you look at the example of the warning system that we have at present, it focuses predominantly on the meteorological parameters. So it only exclusively looks at, okay, if we experience 85 millimetres of rain within a 24-hour period, that warrants a status red warning. What we need to take into account, I think, are the factors surrounding these particular events, which also can have contributing factors. So, for example, the fact that we have a 
weather system yesterday, which was capable of producing 92.4 millimetres of rainfall within the space of 24 hours in Cork Airport. That in itself warrants a status red warning. However, there are other factors at play as well. For example, take into account the time of the year. So it's, it's entering into the middle of the autumn period now. You have a lot of foliage that's coming down. So that's leading to a blockage as it drains. We had winds as well, gusting up to maybe 65, 70 kilometers an hour. So small branches, any of these factors leading in, as well as the fact that we had waterlogged soil and the fact that we had excessive rainfall over the course of the past number of weeks. They're all contributive factors, meaning that if you look at this in terms of an impact based assessment, you would say that certainly a status red was warranted in these individual localities yesterday. Are, so are, are there other jurisdictions that have a better system we could ape? I notice um, on my TV screen here in the corner in Scotland, they've issued a red warning for rainfall for the exact same storm that we experienced. It's a good example to look at. So even if you take, for example, at the moment in, I think it's parts of Aberdeenshire, that have a status red warning in place. It's not the entirety of Aberdeenshire that's been given this status red warning. It's specifically the southern half, the area that's, I suppose, located closest to the coastline, and then the more mountainous areas, which are in over the Cairngorms. They're expected to see in the region of 200 to 250 millimetres over the course of the next 24 to 36 hours. But the meteorological agency in the UK, the Met Office, they have a system which is more certainly impact-based. So, for example, during a winter storm, if you experience maybe winds of 60 to 70 miles per hour across the greater London area, that might warrant a status orange or a status red warning by the UK Met Office. Whereas if you have similar conditions, let's say, for example, the Isle of Skye in the west coast of Scotland, that might only warrant Mm. a status yellow weather warning there. So it varies depending upon the economic impacts and also just the general impacts with the wider, I suppose, uh, parameters at play. Uh, uh, Paddy O'Sullivan is still with us, uh, the Fianna Fáil TD. Uh, Paddy, on the one hand, it would be great for people to know in advance how severe this was going to be. They might be able to kind of move things out of the, the danger area. It would still cause devastation, though, ultimately, without the, the, the flood relief systems in place. Yeah, and I suppose, look, just uh, just one comment, if you would mind, on the red warning, because I've had this debate with people all day and council officials, like, just so from a practical level, if, if a red warning had been issued, um, it would mean that council workers, for example, that were out, you know, preparing sandbags, preparing areas uh, to brace for the worst of it, all those people would actually be confined to indoors as well, is what I've been told by engineers here in city council. So that's just something that should be noted as well. Um, you know, okay. I think it's an important consideration that they'd only be allowed to come out and work in a life and death situation if a red warning was issued, is what I've been told. So I think that's something that needs to be considered as well. well I, it, I understand it. it. What it all speaks to, you know, on top of what Cahill has been suggesting, Paddy, is a slightly more kind of a flexible weather warning system beyond the kind of the, uh, you know, very blunt yellow, orange, red, county by county. Yeah, and I was listening to the Taoiseach today, his own comments in relation to this, and Matt Aaron as well have said that they're going to do a review on it, um, which I would welcome. Um, but essentially, look, it, it's weather, it's unpredictable by its, its by its nature, but just another comment, Kieran, if you would mind, in relation to schemes, just from what you asked. Like, we've had successful flood prevention schemes done here in Cork over the last number of years. We've had one in Mallow, from I. We've had one in Douglas in the south side of the city, and as I said, we've just commenced the Glanmire one. Um, but none of those areas experienced the same kind of difficulties that were experienced here in Glanmire or Middleton um, as well in the last 48 hours. I think, look, as valid as some of the objections and considerations in other flood relief schemes are, I, I genuinely believe that 
like the council and the OPW have demonstrated where they actually allowed to go in and do work. Um, and it's not pretty at times. You know, we've had trees removed here in Glanmire in preparation for our schemes. There's been other environmental impacts, I've mm. no doubt. But when it comes down to it, I think we have to try and find the right balance, you know, about the yeah. environmental considerations and people's homes right. and businesses and livelihoods. Paddy O'Sullivan, Fianna Fáil TD for Cork North Central, Joe Cavanagh, Cork City Councillor and Cahal Nolan, a qualified climate scientist. Thank you all. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.